0: Shia LaBeouf is sentenced to dig holes in the desert and must overcome his family's curse
1: Welcome to The Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads Enjoy! Enjoy!
2: Hello and welcome to The Waltz Vault. Hello. episode 92. We're at home and um, everyone's at home. You guys are at home. Uh, so this is a, a a quarantined episode. Now, if you're an, audio, if you're, if you're an audio listener, you just heard her. That was Michelle. So nah, you
0: straight up put the mic in your phone knowing, well, we would not hear you. You kept it away.
3: you had to hear the burp okay we're keeping it real here this is is how we are
2: if you're an audio listener uh let it be known that we are video uh recording this episode on on skype and it it is available on our youtube channel so if you want to stop listening to just the audio and see us in all of our uh uh uh, quarantine glory
1: or you can can just or you can just keep listening
2: to the audio, whichever is. <laughs> it's just
1: like a bonus feature for people to see us in our natural habitat.
2: Exactly. Uh, Couch chilling. So uh, we, we're we're here for you in these quarantine times uh, with with a little bit of extra extra content uh, here on the Walt Vault. So this week we are talking about the 2003 live action Disney film Holes,
3: which Luis was excited about for once. Yep. <laughs>
2: uh, I, yep. I was pretty excited about it
3: too.
2: Was directed by Andrew Davis and written by the uh, the writer of the novel Louis Sekar and stars Shia LaBeouf, Sigourney Weaver, Wait a and other folks. Sekar? Uh,
0: you mean F- the, the leader of the um, bandits from *Cards of the Galaxy*?
3: Uh
2: sure. Yeah. Isn't
0: that his name, Sekar?
3: I don't know.
2: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Y'all was a homie who got pissed at him.
2: Mm, I don't remember what that dude's name, but maybe it was Sekar. All right.
3: I don't know. Hey, but I I will I'll have you know that I'll have you know people because they're quarantined are watching all the Marvel movies and I'm like we already did that. I mean yeah. I ain't doing it again.
2: I would do it again. I actually thought about.
1: Dude, we just watched
3: X-Men First Class because you guys are binging X-Men. So it's- <laughs> Yeah, I'm not binging Marvel. I'm binging – well, I guess that is Marvel. Yeah.
2: And why are you putting judgment on the people who are watching Marvel movies? I'm not
3: judging them. You I'm just s- saying we already got did, – did, did that. <laughs> anyways, that, 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 that. <laughs> anyways, okay, so holes. Um, First impression. Stakar,
1: FYI, I had to look it up.
3: The We about
1: Stakar Ogard. Oh. oh, that's the guy who was played by um Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone.
2: Gotcha.
3: Okay. That's who
1: Luis I is close. talking about. I'm so sorry I had to interrupt, but he interrupted first, so I had to that's qualify fine. that interruption.
3: All, All right, still. well, let's go with our first impressions, which should be interesting because Luis, myself, and Andre have seen this movie, and Emily hath not until. I you thought you, you, saw it. I never you saw definitely it. said you had seen it. <laughs> I did
0: not see it. That's why I was excited to see
3: it. He said he had seen it. Never. We absolutely thought you had seen this, Luis. Didn't somebody well, read the
2: book? I read the book. I read the book as well.
0: I
1: thought I read the book until I watched it and was like, I read this book. Okay, okay well Maybe then. I was supposed to have read it and I didn't actually read
2: it. Yeah, you so read Graveyard or something like let's that. Let's start
3: with you guys then with a fresh set of eyes. Uh, Luis, first impression.
0: I liked it. It was pretty cool. But I remember when this first, the movie first came out, I wasn't a big fan of it because I was young and I didn't. I thought Shia LaBeouf was an idiot because of his uh, role in *Even Stevens*.
3: Uh-huh. It's like the first thing he did after that, I think. Yeah,
0: and then kind of tarn- You know me. You know, when somebody gets tarnished in my image, it kind of takes a lot. It takes a couple of Transformer movies and making out with Megan Fox to uh, to, <laughs> to gain respect. That, so. oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, and, and coming out in the um, in the CM music video, that did. He earned some points for me on that. Oh
3: right. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was yeah. cool. That was that was actually dope. That was true. All right, Emily, first impressions. <laughs> it was a movie on film.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, oh, she didn't like it. True. It was live action. Um, facts.
2: Yes. <laughs> Indeed. It was a
1: movie. I am not a huge Shia LaBeouf fan. So this was a little, especially young Shia. Okay. (laughs) But but I will say that I did not, I I remembered the premise or somehow maybe just from like um, trailers or something knew the premise of the movie, but I had no idea where it was going,
3: which is a cool thing that it wasn't super predictable. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a, Fantasy story. I mean, yeah. so if you really don't know where it's going till it goes there. It's got a complex structure. Yeah. Andre, first impressions.
1: So I won't take away the fact that the story is better than I was expecting it to be.
3: Okay, there we go.
1: But let's be real. Children actor movies are not always the best. Correct. No children.
3: I mean, Disney 2000s movies weren't the best, but I. Okay, fine. I'll go into my first impression next. Yes. I really, really liked this movie. I like how I'm like holding this Cheeto in my hand, like not eating it yet because I'm talking. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I really, really like this movie as a kid. I used to watch it a lot. It came out when I was, I'm assuming I was in middle school, maybe like were, late elementary, middle school. You
2: were school 10 years before. old when this movie came out.
3: Okay, so I was in elementary Definitely school. Definitely not in middle school. <laughs> Definitely not. But I think I watched it a lot in middle school. Sure. Um, you um, those
1: holes, you know what I mean?
3: But I really liked this movie. I thought it had a good storyline as a kid and all of that. And it's basically... I. I I remembered it basically how it was. Like I didn't really forget anything besides the only thing that didn't hit well as adult is how rude all of the counselors were to the children. And we'll get into that. That hit me real hard this time, but it's basically still a good movie and it's how I remembered it, but I'm not going to like go back to it quite frequently, like as an adult, but as a kid, I really liked it. Andre.
2: Yeah. uh, Agreed. I, I like this movie a lot. Uh, I think I liked it more when I was younger, though. Um, uh, when I was younger, it, 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 I had read the book, but seeing it as a movie, like every reveal that happens towards the end of the movie is just like mind blowing after mind blowing mm-hmm. thing after mind blowing thing. It's like what, 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 what? This all crazy. And it's yeah. a, it's slightly less um, powerful now as, as an adult, but uh, watching it was, was still a, a fun time. There's some good lines and some funny stuff. Question.
1: Watch- was this? Was this a in the theater movie? Was it an original? Yeah. Movie? Yes. It yeah, it out. was in the theater. Oh, it
2: did come out in theaters. Um,
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Back in the day, 2003. I released. agree with you
3: though. I think as a kid, I thought the storyline was like crazy. I was like, this is wild. And as an adult, I'm like, who came up with this? Like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's well, different. You
1: know, it's
3: Louis Sekar,
2: uh, the 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 writer of the the film. Uh-huh. Sakar. Oh,
3: Sylvester
2: Stallone. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. He did it. All right then. Uh, dig those holes. Uh, you got to, you got to dig them.
3: Well, dig let's em let's up. get into it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yes, this movie has a has a pretty uh involved plot with a, a lot of characters.
3: A lot and a lot of multiple characters and two storylines.
2: Yes. Um. So we start at the, the the digging camp. Uh, Actually,
3: three storylines.
2: There's there's a fair amount of storylines going yep. on. Uh, we start at the camp. We see uh, the, some boys digging some holes. Digging you know, up
3: those holes. As
2: they are wont to do. And um, one of them uh, t- t- takes off his shoe to uh, point his toe towards a rattlesnake to let it bite him. And presumably he dies. Is that what happens? Uh
1: they he said not, he ain't coming back. Yeah, right. he will oh. not us. He's in the yeah. hospital.
2: His name was yeah. Barfack. That's right. Yeah. So he he purposely Barfag. got bitten by a snake while out digging these holes, uh, letting us the audience know the digging holes is not that fun. And
3: also, I'm pretty sure that you can't just make children, even if they're in juvie, dig holes. Sounds really illegal. Hmm. You don't think it's illegal? I don't. I don't
2: know. I, Girl, this is
3: like another step away from juvie. This isn't
1: juvie. This is yeah. like Uber.
3: Uber beef. <laughs> Yeah, but all he did was steal something. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, we'll we'll get into the the, the specifics of the sentencing uh, a little bit later. So it cuts it cuts from a uh, barf bag, old barf bag, getting getting bit by a snake, and uh, we start seeing uh, Shia LaBeouf. He's he's hanging out Stanley Yelnats. Stanley Yelnats. He's walking around. He's got a hat on, and suddenly out of the sky, a pair of shoes smacks him in the head. And he uh, cops is he sees them, and then the cops <laughs> find him, arrest him, and uh, take him to court uh, because he happens to have a pair of shoes when they when they walk by.
3: That pair of shoes is a famous baseball player's shoes. So Luis, right. you said that the actor is actually a basketball player.
2: Yeah, one of my favorite basketball
0: players, uh, Rick Fox.
2: Rick Fox from the Lakers. Right? Yeah,
0: I used to bury threes like no one's business. Looking a lot of like a <laughs> fox,
1: too, you
0: know Kind of does look a bit like no, the Carfax
1: no, no. fox. No, no, no. Like, he's foxy. Nah, he does look like the Carfax fox for sure. Yeah,
2: he's got a fox look about him. Uh, but, yes, um, he, he We're also, not
1: we're not on the same page about what kind of fox we're talking about. I mean, I guess he looked good. North sure. box. Um.
2: So. Stanley is uh, arrested for for uh, stealing shoes that were that were thrown at him uh, from from a bridge. They come from on high
3: And it's all because his family's cursed.
2: Yes. It turns out there's a there's a Yelnats curse that uh, because
3: of his no good great great stinked great great grandfather. Yes.
2: His name is Stanley Yelnats. His father's name is Stanley Yelnats. His grandfather's name is Stanley Yelnats. And the Stanleys and there's another there's a great grandfather. Who's also Stanley? No, his
3: Yelness. name's like Aya.
2: And then was was that the fifth grandpa? Was he a grandpa He's, he's the fourth. Right. Stanley, his dad, his grandpa, his great grandpa, and then, and then the, the the father before that is Elia. Yeah, Elia, or, or whatever. Um, and these 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 are the boys, and they uh right now, uh, Stanley, his dad, and his grandpa all live in the same house with their mom, Stanley's mom. And they're trying to develop a cure for stinky feet. <laughs> so they got a whole bunch of scents and smells and nasty shoes <clears throat> laying around their uh, tiny apartment.
1: That's literally disgusting. disgusting.
2: It's really gross. Like, disgustingly gross. mm mm-hmm. uh, Let me see what else happens. Oh, okay. So Stanley gets to go to court. Uh, he is immediately sentenced to My 18 months. <laughs>
0: you can even get a trial, man. Like,
3: like a pair of shoes? 18 <laughs> he, months? He
2: 18 months because they found him with shoes. Which is nuts. It's a pair of cleats. It's not even. Anyway. uh, <clears throat> He's he's sentenced to 18 months, and they decide to send him to this prison camp because uh, a spot has just opened. because well, and he of old made, they gave him the
3: choice, right? You can go to Juvie or you can go to this prison camp.
2: Yeah, I guess so. And I so. guess he
3: was like, cool, I'll go to this camp.
2: Yeah, although. After well, it's being
3: called there, Camp Green Lake.
2: Cam Green Lake. That's right.
3: It sounds.
1: It sounds more.
3: That's true. It's,
1: it's like a better than juvie, I suppose.
2: Yeah, it's not juvie. It's a detention area for troubled youths or whatever, where they go to to work off their They're their debt
3: to society. Exactly. The other youths there are a lot more troubled than he is. That's for sure. But we'll get into that. So he oh, yes. he gets stuck here, and it's just interesting the because the all all of the shots of camp green lake are just all the holes in the ground right like hundreds or probably thousands of holes being dug there in the ground and uh i mean emily were you like why are they digging holes at first well i
1: i like i said i think i remember from the trailer that they were on the search for something like Uh that was definitely a part of it it wasn't that because that's one of the first things they say is that digging holes is rehabilitative Right? Like, that's what they're trying to make. Build, nice character. build
3: character, okay.
1: But it's very obvious that they're searching for something. Because, I mean, there is no reason to just be ruining the desert. I mean, I mean... <laughs>
0: yes, ruining the desert.
2: Ruining the desert. The desert was so nice and pristine before this.
1: Yeah, very pristine. You know what? I have no to say to you guys. You know, it's very sad that we're being recorded. Because I would be making, you know...
0: Faces at you that so I can't see, make. we so save our rainforests. Save our deserts.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> save the desert. Luis is happy he doesn't have to speak into a microphone right now.
1: No, but he's upset that you guys can see him with his phone down by his knee because he's playing Pokemon. Uh, what else is there? See, we couldn't see
2: his knee. That, 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 uh, but that you can see him not
1: out.
0: looking at the
2: screen. It's
0: right here. There's no, <laughs> There's no phone. Need Knees no. on new. No. The Hello. argument is invalid.
2: Um so
3: get off of my popcorn <laughs> Sorry So This is how it goes, guys. As
2: Stanley gets to uh, gets to the prison camp, he starts getting introduced to everybody, um, and they start telling him the rules. So the basic rule is you go to the camp, you dig one hole per day. Yeah. So he's gonna be there for eighteen months. Did we figure out the math on this? It's just... basically
3: five feet by five feet. It depends Hold, if it's the right? leaf here.
0: It depends on
2: how many months yeah, so it's year it's gonna be. <laughs> or when
1: he
3: started. Well, that's half of 365.
2: We're going to do the math now? <laughs> yeah. Here we go.
1: Roughly 750
2: holes. Oh, yes. Uh, that's a, it's a lot of holes per kid. And uh, each hole is to be five feet in diameter and five feet deep. Basically the same length as uh, the shovels that they that they carry. Um, the, it's really hot. It hasn't rained there in years and years and years. And, uh, they get their water canteens filled up like once a day or something like that.
3: Uh. There's so, also poisonous lizards.
2: Right. There's yellow spotted lizards. Which and,
1: apparently are not real.
3: They're right. not real?
1: No, I looked at well, that. Well, that type of lizard is real. No, but the yellow spotted
0: No, no, that's not. But, like, pretty much the shape and the anatomy of that one, except the spots, is a real lizard i think it's called um, like a hornbill toad or something like so that. so
1: yes okay that is true on the set when they were making this part they put that lizard down and then they would like um use it with non-toxic children's paint to make it look like more vibrant and have yellow spots and then they
3: cgi'd pieces of its head to make it look more it looks like those those lizards that uh, they run in the desert, you know, and then they get like their uh, They're like ah You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like talking on the Animals Planet.
1: You're talking about uh the dragon the
0: Komodo dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Those things are freaky. My daddy actually used to catch those lizards. Your daddy? Yeah, my, dad. my daddy.
2: My daddy. My
3: daddy. Yeah,
0: my daddy used to catch those lizards in Mexico. The real ones.
2: Oh. Did he did he shoot at them with a gun? No.
0: <laughs> But again, I'm not sure if they're really poisonous or not. They're yeah. not. He called them uh, camaleones. No, no, no. I, I don't know what he called
1: them. Yeah. Anywho, Anywho, we
3: digress on lizards, they... which I also don't like. Huh? I don't like lizards. Oh, yeah. Emily doesn't like a lot of animal creature things. <laughs> rats,
2: <laughs> lizards, rats. People with a virus. Anyway, um, so we meet we meet we Mr. Meet. Mr. Okay. Sir played by John Boyle.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Mr. Sir. Yeah, you uh, you can call me Mr. Sir or else basically. He's 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 the, the 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 tough guy on he's the muscle of the of the prison camp or whatever. He holds a gun. He carries a gun with him at all times and he says that it's to shoot lizards and also if boys are acting up whatever he'll pop off on them too.
0: Um
2: <laughs> Seems fair. Yeah, seems fair, Mr. Sir. Uh he's got sideburns and a cowboy <laughs> hat. Uh we also meet uh, mom, who is?
3: Oh God! <laughs> Literally my least favorite character.
2: His name is Doctor Pendanski, but all the kids call him Mom because he's the counselor for the camp.
3: He is not a counselor.
2: Counselor. At camp. first,
1: you think he's going to be like he has like a very nurturing approach, which yes. I can see why they call him Mom. Like right when they get there, but I think it's like. To get him to feel comfortable to do the work. And then slap him in the line.
2: Exactly. Because you see later that he is not not nice.
3: Yeah. As it goes on. He's like literally the worst. He's so mean to them. Like I think as soon as he starts talking about Zero. I'm like um. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. He got issues with Zero. So yeah. We start meeting some of the other kids. Um, There's uh, Zero as we just said. He's a little. He's a little. Littler kid who doesn't speak at first. Um, There's. Squid, who's like a lanky dude. There's Armpit, who smells really bad. There's X-Ray, who wears glasses, and he's mean. He's like the leader. And then um, there's a couple of the kids, Magnet, Zigzag, Twitch. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of uh, silly named children.
1: So here's my question. So they're all, those are all the kids in D tent, right? Yes. Yeah. And so I'm assuming there's at least A through D, if not more tents. All right. Because it's a full camp. So like, how many kids do they have here? Is that? Do you guys know if that's? I mean, I know that that's more like a book thing. Yeah, than that's, a, that's than probably just a
2: book. Um, but just to extrapolate and imagine, there was what those? A couple hundred, maybe. Five to
3: ten
2: kids in, in 10D. Yeah, there's probably like a hundred to two hundred kids at this camp at, at any one time. And I'm sure yeah. the leaders of the camp would, the warden would like to have as many kids digging holes as humanly possible. You know.
1: Which, is, no if you think about any it, week. That kind of moved on into the um, like conditions of the camp. So they're literally, which the sleeping conditions kind of aren't that bad. It's kind of military style where they're in like a, a tent oh, and they have a cot and they have like a pillow and a blanket or whatever. But then like the shower is literally like a spigot coming out of the ground. Um, and their mess hall, their like cafeteria, like very sludgy, very disgusting. A lot
2: of a lot of slop.
1: Yeah. It I would assume like gross.
3: food and water is scarce because they're like literally in the middle of the desert.
1: Did they show us any like, they didn't show us what their bathroom sitch looked like though, did they?
2: No, but see. it was just like go in showers. a
1: hole when you're out on the right day work site. Yeah. They're
3: I, short showers, that's for sure.
2: Did they say like, was there a, a line at any point like, what if I have to pee while we're out digging holes and they say just they go said in, the pee hole? in a hole? Yeah, go in the just, hole.
3: Yeah, just go in a hole.
2: Tons of holes, the just full of poop and feet out there, thousands and thousands of that holes. That's what the lizards
3: eat, didn't you know? Ugh. Nasty.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, continuing on. So, uh, so atrocious. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's nasty. It's not a it's not a super fun place to be, but I know, I mean, could be worse. I would
1: rather have been in juvie. You're just throwing that out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Send
2: me to juvie. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go dig holes. Um. So yeah, Zero's a mute. Uh, uh, Doctor Podanski is, is very mean to Zero. He keeps calling him stupid and stuff like that, which is like odd just for a person who says that they can't speak. You know, he he, he lays in on him really thickly, which I you, you don't he you don't like him in in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um.
3: So um, while this is all happening, the movie is jumping between this current timeline and two different timelines. So there's three timelines total. We have what's currently going on, and then we have a timeline where we learn about why his family is cursed. And this right. is with Elia Yelnet.
2: Elia Yelnet's the so, great great grandfather. He's the great great grandfather.
3: Yeah. Great, great, great. Yeah, great, great, great grandfather. So he is he basically works um in a farm. Yeah, it's back it, in the old country. It's, yeah. it's
2: olden days. So back
1: in the old country, he wants to marry the fine honey down the street. Right. And yeah. fine honey has a dad who's like, well, this other dude also wants to marry her. So I need to get the biggest pig from one of you. So you guys both need to fatten up a pig, and we'll see whoever gets the girl. Right. right. So he's of like, course. but I love you, and he's like, no, we need a pig. So,
2: <laughs> Don't care.
3: He goes to the gypsy lady,
1: Madame, Madame Who? Zeroni. Madame Zaroni. And Madame Zaroni says, Oh, well, we all fatten you up a pig. But once you get the girl, you got to come back and you have to take me physically up a mountain,
3: mm-hmm. right? To drink have, from have this me, magical river that me, makes you strong and big.
2: Right. Have me drink from the river, say the magic uh, words, the spell. Which the, is like a song. The song. Uh, and then, and then everything will be fine. And if you forget to bring Madame Zeroni up the mountain, then, you then know, your
3: family will be cursed for all eternity. That was pretty good. Yeah, you. That were. was really good. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we had a dog join me right here.
2: Hi, Dougie. Dougie's on the podcast. That was fantastic, uh,
1: Michelle. Welcome. Yeah. I so, want to say that, that she reminded me of Isma. Yes. Yes. From-
2: Emperor's New Groove. It might even be the exact same voice. The same
1: actress? I mean, the yeah.
0: same. Sounds like her voice. Because no, it's her uh, voice, not like so Emma. much that she
1: looks like that, but.
2: Well, was I, I mean, I think, I think she does a little bit. Hang on. Hey, I was
1: trying to be
3: nice. <laughs> <laughs> Madam Zeroni, Eartha Kitt. She's played by Eartha Kitt. I think it
1: is. It is. Who yeah. yeah. oh, wins, Emily? That's
3: nice. in the nice.
1: uh-huh.
2: Wow, I can't believe we didn't bring that up when we were watching it. Oh yeah, we watched this movie together uh, a few days ago. We, we did. Ago. did. Oh, we yeah.
3: go. go. When there yeah. yeah, we, we were we were
2: allowed to leave our houses <laughs> at the time. We yeah,
1: did, we did have a uh, social distance. I was on one. We were on one couch. Andre and Michelle were in this corner of my couch. I, maybe I should That's true. There. That's
2: yeah. true. you don't know. You don't know what kind of stuff we left there. Um, <laughs> gross. That's disgusting. Anywho, moving on. Moving uh. on. So that's so that's one of the timelines. So we we we, we jump back and forth between those.
1: So basically, remind me. I, Hold on. Remind me. Pause. This is an issue. My number one of my major issues with the movie. This piece. Okay. We'll talk about it.
3: But okay. when we get to the end of the movie. Okay. bring us back so up. So basically what happens though is that the daughter. He realizes the daughter is kind of stupid because she really doesn't know which one to pick. And the other eligible bachelor is not a, a good looking dude like oh, he is. He's right? gross. He's gross. So he's like, you know what? Whatever. Um, I'm not doing this. Take the pig. And he leaves and goes to America. But he forgets to take Madame Zeroni up the mountain, <laughs> Dougie. <laughs> so then they're cursed. Okay? So their family is cursed. That's the end. And that's the end of that timeline story. That's what we get. Yes. Then there's another story going on because there's been lots of talks about kissing Kate Barlow and how kissing Kate Barlow stole – not the grandfather, but the great grandfather's money, fortune. family yeah. fortune. Yeah, Stanley and that's the first. why their family has no money because kissing Kate Barlow stole Stanley Yelnats' first fortune. Correct. And Do we know who kissing Kate Barlow is yet, though. No. no. Right. No,
1: but but Kate Barlow has just like when she shows up on the on the screen and she like vandalizes the like buggy that he's going across the Old West in. It very much has like a Lewis and Clark type feel to it. So you get the idea, Lewis and Clark? No, not Lewis and Clark, Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde.
2: <laughs> Lewis and Clark just going rampaging, stealing stuff.
1: Okay, anywho, Bonnie and Clyde, it has a Bonnie and Clyde feel to it. You you feel like she is a bandit, that she's like a total, um, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it. She's a a rad chick, right?
2: <laughs> sure. She's
1: super cool. And she's rad. out there doing her. So she, like, um, she has, like, a whole gang behind her, and she um, rampages and ransacks his entire thing, takes all of his money, and then poor Stanley the I is roaming around in the desert by his lonesome.
2: Penniless. Yes.
3: Yes, and the only way that he survived that is because he walked to the top of this mountain. To God's thumb. To God's thumb, and there was some, some stuff up there that he was able to gobble on.
2: Right, so he was able to survive. But
3: go, 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 go. <clears throat> How did he get down from the mountain and go find the girl and stuff? We don't know. Someone I, found him, I think. Someone found is him. It, on top something God. like, when they found him.
2: Yeah. On yeah, God's who stuff. the
3: heck found him up there? there a helicopter, obviously. <laughs>
2: Somebody else was roaming around out there. Um,
3: Anyways. I. it was the Old West. There was no helicopter. So, um, as this is happening, <laughs> Stanley Yelnats is digging holes, uh-huh. and he finds something. He finds, well, I think originally he thinks it's a
2: bullet. It looks like a bullet. It
3: looks like a bullet. It has
2: a bullet, and it has a, a heart with KB written on it. Mm-hmm. And so and they've been instructed that if they find anything interesting uh, while digging, that if they show it to the warden and she likes it, then they'll get the day off. So Stanley finds this thing. He shows the other kids, and the other kids, including X-Ray, is like, hey, dude, you just got here. You can't be finding stuff. I've been here for yeah. a long time digging in all these holes. If you ever find anything, you should give it to me and then I'll turn it in so that I can get the day off. And that's just what seems fair to me, X-Ray, <laughs> and me and me alone. It's a it's, uh, really uh, completely unfair uh, rule. But it's Stanley
3: unfair, but he complies.
2: Stanley decides so, to follow.
1: Well, I this have- is where you kind of first get like a good look at Stanley's character, which makes me like him more, even though it's Charlotte LaBeouf being kind of like a bad <laughs> kid, right? But he's, I mean, like a bad actor as a kid. <laughs> but, like, he's a good person, and he's going to do what he has to do to survive. So he's like, okay, I'll give it over to you. So you see that he's not a liar. He's just very... He's a pushover. Yes. Well,
2: that
3: too. Yeah. But he's a good kid.
2: But he's honest.
3: He's honest. In lying about who got it.
2: Right, yeah. Yes.
3: Well, it's fine, because Zigzag turns it in, and Zigzag gets the day off. And then the only problem is, though, that Zigzag said that he found it in this specific hole. But that's not the hole it was actually found in. So then we're introduced to the warden who wants them all to dig like crazy. And they're digging for nothing because it's nowhere near where that lipstick was.
2: The warden played by uh, Sigourney, Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. She makes her entrance into the movie and uh, she's a force to be reckoned with. She is. A, she's a yeah. scary lady. When um Stanley first gets called into her office, is that how we meet her at first?
3: No, she comes out on the prairie. No, she comes out.
2: Right, 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 right. right. Cuz she wants and to she's see. Like, what they she's found. like,
3: "Come on. these are the best boys ever. Wow, you guys finding things and they kind of like eat it up, right?" Yeah. Cuz she's like the only female there.
2: I mean, yeah, basically. She's she's the only woman, but she's she's driving them hard cuz she's like, "Okay, so we're going to search this entire area until we find whatever it is that I'm looking for." Cuz yeah, she's, she's the right, one. I will
1: give you extra rations and extra time and everything if you find stuff. And then we very quickly realize, what well, we know is the audience that that's not where it was. But there is nothing else there for them right. to find. And she gets back in.
2: He is very upset. Uh, and so they, they dig like this for, for a few weeks. For a long time. Like.
3: And then as this is happening, Zero and and what is what do they call him now? Caveman? Caveman. Okay, Zero and Caveman are becoming good friends. Zero actually talks to him. We find out that he's homeless. He doesn't know how to read. It's actually, like, really, really sad. Um, like, really sad. Right,
2: which makes it worse when Dr. Podanski is yelling at him of mean like things. Like, he's stupid. He's yeah. so stupid. Well,
1: Why? and the interesting thing here is that Zero is a very hard worker, and so he can get his hold done first every day because he's so good at digging. Super and fast. so Caveman or Shia or whoever, whatever his name is, Stanley – He is super slow because he's a normal kid, not used to manual labor. And so that's kind of how that whole friendship, um, evolves, right? Because he wants to help him so that he can learn to read.
2: Exactly. Also in, in the book, just to, to throw in a, a, a book difference, um, Stanley is pretty obese when he when he arrives at the at the prison oh. camp, and so over really? the course of these 18 months, he gets skinnier and skinnier and skinnier as he's only eating slop and digging holes all day. So that that's that's a detail that they left out of the movie because they didn't want him to like fat suit him up or whatever. But uh, but I think that's another reason why Zero was way faster than Stanley at the beginning. Okay. He's,
3: he's supposed to be Interesting. That yes. makes sense.
1: <clears throat> and I really yeah, like Zero. He waits next.
3: Oh, oh, my gosh. God. No, we, we already know what okay. we're doing. We, we we'll tell the. Yeah. I'm just saying I've never, never seen it, but you guys made me want to watch it. Yeah. Like, yeah. to really I've more. never seen it. Oh, well, I have, so but it was it. a long time ago. It's good. Um. Okay, so once again, while this is all happening, there's another timeline there's going another on. flashback. <laughs> and this is the timeline that I like. Would you say that this was your guys' favorite part of the movie? Is my favorite part of the movie. Well, um,
1: this is the same timeline. It's just a
3: different part in the timeline, but yes. Well, it's it's farther on in the timeline.
2: It's further back. It's than, a
3: separate story. It's further
2: back than Kissing and Kate, and it's uh after Elia <laughs> uh, Yelnats or whatever.
3: It's yes, this is my favorite part. It is your favorite part? Yes. Yeah, me too. I like it. Because so I like we're in, love intro- story. interracial love stories.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so we're introduced to this guy. What's his name?
2: What is his name? Uh, You're not wrong. Sam. 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 <laughs> Sam, Sam.
3: Sam. You're not wrong. Yes. And Sam, um, they live in this village. They live in this town, and um, a town near a lake. The, the, basically, there's this white rich dude who owns the town, right? And he's a, he's a jerk. Um, but Sam, is, he has a onion farm. He grows onions and he sells onions, the sweetest onions in all the world, with his donkey. And then there's a school teacher named Kate. Kate, which I had already put together. It was Kissing Kate, Emily. I... Was,
2: her name was Miss Catherine. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what Sam called what, it.
3: What? Did I just spoilers? You're laughing? It's a movie. They <laughs> <already know. laughs> at Dougie, dude. Look at Dougie. Oh, you love because of his head through the window?
2: I hope you can see him in the yeah. shot. But I don't think you're going to be around. able to see
3: him in the shot with This to... is what we put up with all day. He's he, a guard dog, guys. He's, he's our, he's he's our little patrol. guard dog. He's on patrol. Right? So say hi. Hey,
0: get
3: oh, that, was, that was really on. funny. Okay. Anyways, so basically... No, I didn't put it together because at that point, no. You didn't. Okay. Right. So, um, Catherine is a school teacher, and her and Sam kind of have this thing. Like, she gives him peaches. He gives her onions. And then...
2: It's a flirty little it's transaction. It's like a little
3: flirty thing going on, and she has him help with the schoolhouse. Can you fix the roof? I can fix that. <laughs> can you fix this, this, this? I'll fix that. I'll fix that. <laughs> I'll fix that.
2: Um, so no, while
3: the coronavirus, <laughs> no, the coronavirus, you can't fix that. So while
2: he's fixing things, there's a dude who like owns the town. I don't know if he's the mayor or like the son's ma- or the mayor of the son or the son of the mayor or something like that. But he's he's high he's high level. He's a high level lo- yeah, high status the, dude. Yeah,
3: he's the jerk white dude that owns the town. That
2: guy's
0: so disgusting. He. It's
2: ridiculous.
3: Has, he reminds me of Phil from the.
1: Um...
2: From uh, the Hangover. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. So he oh. has also been trying to court Miss Catherine, the school teacher. Gross. Uh, but he's just hitting on her and and being and being a gross dude with a gold tooth. And he's like, "Hey, baby, won't you come <laughs> teach me something or whatever?" Did Sam get one of the hero or whatever he's saying? Um. She she's
3: she she's, shuts him down. She's too.
2: rejecting him over and over and over again. He keeps hitting on her. She keeps rejecting him. And she and Sam grow closer and closer and closer. And these flashbacks, they happen, I don't know, every couple of minutes in the movie, every other scene or so. And at one point, uh, Sam and Miss Catherine get real close, okay? He's fixing the roof, it's raining, he She's comes inside. Like She's crying about something. She's crying because... Uh, Some gold-
3: poetry she read or something, I don't know. Old gold
2: tooth came in and started hitting ah. on her or something. And uh,
3: We were reading Edgar Allan Poe.
2: Oh. <clears throat> and oh. he
3: finished the
1: the line.
2: The poem. Smart guy Sam. Uh, so they make out. It's pretty hot. And. uh <laughs> <laughs>
3: <It's
2: pretty> hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, Hey, you
3: know what? I, and me in middle school, I was like, dang, just a love story.
2: <laughs> and so, uh, us as the audience, we're excited. We're like, yeah, Sam, yeah, Catherine, go get it. And
3: go get it. But then go to. Like, this is not gonna end well because it's not a time period where this would end well. Right. Well, and you kind of. Who said it in that moment, too. Emily was like, This isn't gonna end how I wanted no, it to end. And I was like, Not
1: good,
3: <laughs> yeah. Because lo and behold, I think his name's Menke, right?
2: Is that his name? I don't remember. I I don't know. remember.
3: You would just call him Dum Dum. Well, yeah,
2: Menke, you're right.
3: M- Mr. Menke saw them. <laughs> so, what does he do the next day? He burns down the schoolhouse with a bunch of his hooligans, they try what? to. What? I know, literally the worst. And of course, he's just out on the river whistling, and then they shoot.
2: Oh right, yeah. So the 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 plan by by Menke and his and his gang is to burn down you the don't schoolhouse.
3: Just ruin the plot. You just go back well, right the, the sheriffing, like well, sheriff, sheriff, health, They're burning down the schoolhouse. And he was super drunk, trying to hit on her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I always drink before hanging or something." Right. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!"
2: So the plan basically is For to sure. lynch lynch sam yeah
3: this is not where it became a children's movie
2: for anymore. for ha- ha- daring to have relations with uh Black man. white miss Catherine. Oh. um so the, their plan is to hang him but he he is i don't know if he's escaping or if he's just out on his boat i think
0: boat. he's just out on his boat he was probably uh, rowing his boat back into town or away from oh,
3: it, right. right. or he goes and gets the onions and stuff.
2: yeah yeah because yeah, he has to he has to row out there
3: because but if that river or if that lake is full that's where he plants his onions and his good soil over there right, you know yes
2: so he he goes he uh the, the 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 townspeople they find him in the boat they they boat, boat out to him and they and they pop a cap right in right in sam's face it's it's uh yeah, yeah. it's oh. terribly sad
1: It literally uh, took this movie from like
3: the yeah
1: <laughs> i was not expecting
3: well like, yeah, and I think as a kid when you're watching something like that, or at least me, I remember being like, This movie is crazy. Like this <laughs> is intense. Because that's like pretty intense for a kid to watch. Right. You know what like I mean?
2: like the movie starts off and it's like, Okay, it's about this kid and he goes to prison or whatever, he's digging holes, la, he's making friends. Take the friends. pig up
3: the mountain, yeah. blah blah blah. But
2: then they, they throw in this this scene with Catherine and Sam and it's it 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 completely racializes the the entire movie. Right, so so now you know that the the town people in this town back in the 1800s or however long ago this was were like superly racially charged. They mm-hmm. they they killed Sam because he's black, and <laughs> and it's just and it's just a whole mess. So that that kind of well, changes. A,
1: well, can we pause right here too because that was yeah. one of the, the things that I think it might have been the sheriff said that really like struck me. He said it's not because you can, because uh, Catherine said. I kissed him. He didn't kiss me. Or, no, I, I, I was the one I to kiss I kissed back. Him. You know, yeah, and I like, kissed her back, and she he said, well, it's not a crime for you to kiss him, but it's a crime for him to kiss you. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, Ooh. my God. Right? right. Like, well, and then, you know it what? Really, it really shows the entirety of the injustice all the way around.
3: Yeah. Well, I and mean, then it makes me really like Kate in this these next scenes, which I know you were like, oh, I don't like Westerns. It gets very westernish," but But um, she basically it's all dolled up right and this mm-hmm. like red <laughs> <name>. whoa <laughs> i only said everyone uh i don't know Dude, it's do still not gonna, disturb it's still gonna come in. okay all right it's not, it's not, it's not,
1: it's <laughs>
2: it. oh it buzzed <laughs> it fell off uh, that happened? Yeah.
3: yeah keep talking okay that's okay anyway so she goes to the sheriff the next day and is like do you still want to you still want that kiss, right? Because he was like, give me a kiss, baby. Mm-hmm. Give me a kiss. And and he was like, okay, yeah. But she pops him in the face and gives him a kiss bah! on the forehead.
2: Yeah, so... so I
3: Kate
2: So she is, has is taken right. up arms.
3: prisoners too. Like, let me just... Now now our listeners get to see our physicalness. <laughs> right in the face. Uh,
2: so, yeah, Kate, after... Realizing that Sam has died, she she gets crazy angry, crazy vengeful, goes full Batman on everybody in all this the place. All
3: the dudes, all those dudes that were like burning her schoolhouse down, she's like they all dunsky. And you know what? She taking their money. She don't care. Every racist in the
2: West is about to get it. Pound, 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 pound. And so she she goes out <laughs> and she goes on on basically a, a full a rampage. Spree. She. She murders people, steals their money, and lays a kiss on their cheek she's or their forehead with her, with her lipstick, and that is her trademark. She's kissing Kate. Barlow. She
3: is the arrow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I,
1: know. I will say though that she's cooler than Batman because Batman doesn't actually shoot anybody. Right,
2: she's yeah. she's more punishery oh. than uh, the
3: i more Punisher. More, oh, I'm more, sure. kissy,
2: more Kissy than Batman, too. Can you imagine if Batman was laying a kiss off, off all the dudes that he punched in the face?
3: <laughs> Just little uh, <laughs> yellow
1: bats on everybody. <laughs> Crazy. That's what you
2: get for killing my parents. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, so, yeah. I'm, so
3: we, oh, it's
2: <laughs> So, from.
3: My kiss. Mm. So, oh. as this is happening, Stanley um, is. He's kind of starting to feel guilty because they're just digging all of these holes but not finding anything, right? And, like, he, like, kind of wants to tell the warden what's happening, but he doesn't fully. So um, they're out one day, and him and Zero have this um, deal now where he's going to help him dig the holes quicker so that he can learn to read. And the other guys in Camp D do not like that. Like, they don't like that they have this partnership going on. They think everybody should dig their own hole. I think it's unfair. And they kind of set Stanley up, right? So um, I don't remember who it is, but he's one of the – I think it's the lanky dude. Um, squid. Now? No, I think it's oh, squid. squid. I think he steals the sunflower seeds out of Mr. Uh, Sir's. Mr. Sir's car. Mm-hmm. And they start eating them, but Mr. Sir comes back, right, because he's pissed, and he knows the sunflower seeds are gone because he's trying to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, and they throw them at, in Stanley's hole. So it kind of sets him up, and this next scene is where you really see that like the warden is crazy.
2: Yeah. So uh, they. I
3: remember this vividly as a kid. Like, why is she painting her nails with venom?
2: Like. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Whoa. So, so Miss, Mr. Sir calls the warden. He takes he takes Stanley, who he thinks has, has stolen his sunflower seeds, takes him to the warden's office. The warden is uh living living it up well, in, and she's in her like, office. When yeah. She's got air conditioning in there. She's got. Coca-Cola, she got drinks, stuff that nobody else at the camp has.
3: And she's also, like, excited because she thinks that Stanley's found something.
2: She thinks that they have found something. Mr. Sir then informs the warden that uh, uh, this kid stole my sunflower seeds. And she's like, what? You brought somebody who's just misbehaving? You can't handle some misbehaving kids? She slices his face. Well, no, she, <laughs> so, she
3: says, Stanley, go get my nail polish. Right. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, oh, I just love this color. Then you know, explains, my secret ingredient. She explains
2: about the yellow spotted lizards.
3: And it's like, Rattlesnake Venom. Rattlesnake Venom. Right. And then, then she freaking strikes him. And I can't. I just remember this as a kid being like, well, what that actually do for your face if there was venom in it? Like, do you think it would really mess up your face?
2: I mean, it depends on how old the venom is. But, yeah, yeah. she 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 says that, like, this venom will mess you up unless it's dry. So I use it as fingernail polish or whatever. But when she slices Mr. Sir's face, she does it with freshly painted uh, nails. So in the next scene that you see Mr. Sir, he's got a big old balloon on the side of his face and uh, some kid tries to make fun of him and he he, he lays into him or whatever. Um,
3: he pops a cap. No, I'm
2: yeah. just kidding.
3: <laughs> yeah, so this is where we learn a little bit about her backstory. So she is the granddaughter of that guy who owned the town. Gold Tooth. Gold Tooth guy who... Manky. Um, right. Manky. Yes, who wanted to be with Kissing Kate Barlow, right? Yeah. So... um.
2: She's been digging holes.
3: She's been digging holes her, since entire, her life. entire life because her grandfather's been making her. Because they're trying to find the uh, treasure, the treasure that she buried, that she like,
2: stole from Stanley that's the first.
3: Yes, they're trying. Well, they're just trying to find any loot, basically. Um, so yeah, we because see. because they know that she's been ransacking the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's burying stuff. Ransacking. and then we see this next scene where it's she kind of finds finds the. The river, well, the lake has dried up completely, right? Since, yes. Then they say, like, since the day Sam died, it has not rained at all. Correct. And, like, it's been dried up, right? So that she kind of finds Sam's old boat and is like, buy it. And him and his wife, whatever, like, find her. And they're like, where's the money? Where's the money? And she's like, you'll never know. You'll and dig she, for
2: a thousand generations yeah. and never and find it. And she
3: takes the lizard and makes it bite her and then just dies. <laughs> that is... see what i mean like i feel like talking about it now if i would like if, like a 10 year old well maybe not now because 10 year old kids watch things that are way more intense but like as a 10 year old kid i was like what the <laughs> what the what what the what what's what? happening
2: what what um yeah so so what, back what, in back what? in the present um they do they they stop digging that that giant hole looking for whatever yeah
3: she says everybody go back to your normal holes. looking
2: for bullets and stuff like that um the, the, the other kids get fed up with, with Stanley and Zero.
3: And, to a fight.
2: And they, begin to a, they begin to fight. And they uh, begin to to fight. And Mr. Pedansky shows up, and he's like, you guys, you kids got to stop fighting. Except for you, Zero, you dummy. You're so dumb. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my
3: God, it's the worst. Dumb, I can't... dumb,
2: diddly, dumb, dumb. And Zero loses it. He he finally realizes that, um, oh, uh, I think Mr. Pedansky said, I bet you can't even spell cat.
3: C A T. Oh yeah, because cat, they're telling whatever. they're telling Stanley he's not allowed to teach Zero how to read.
2: Right. Ugh. Um, awful. So Miss Bradansky goes uh, one step too far in making fun of Zero, and Zero clocks him with a shovel in the best scene in the whole movie. It's it's awesome. He's like, "Katting," and, and he, he, just he runs. It <laughs> spells cat, and then he runs away. Um, so he runs off into the mountains, and from here you can see. How evil the warden, Mister Sir, and Mr., and Doctor Perdansky all are. They're like, dude,
1: I thought they were bad before this, and right now I was like, now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, this is atrocious. What,
3: is the, what did she say? She's like, let him go. We'll call the search warrant in two weeks, and they're like, that won't be a body to find. And she's like, exactly. Right. Like, oh my god.
2: It's like he he won't last out there for more than three days. Like, okay, cool. So we'll call him and in like two weeks time or something like that. Then we'll then we'll try to find him. So they they and fully fully expect this 12, 13-year-old kid to uh, go out in the desert and die by himself um, because he smacked up one of the, the counselors They literally don't care, though. They don't care. Um, but and, Stanley,
1: on top of this, they're going to destroy his files.
2: Yes. They, so, they get rid they're of going to heart. get
3: rid of all evidence of him. Basically, they're going to ghost him because he's homeless, so they're like, he has right. no family. Nobody he's cares fine, about
2: right? him. Lot Except of for that. Stanley. Stanley does care. So, Stanley takes it upon himself to try and rescue Zero, um, but he's not exactly sure how to do it. Does he, does he sneak out in the middle yeah, of the night? No, he
3: uses Twitch, the, the dude that knows how to steal cars.
2: Right. A new kid comes in because Zero has gone, so a spot has opened up. So a new kid shows up immediately. His name is Twitch. He definitely has some form of ADD, and he loves cars. He's like, there they go, vroom, vroom. <laughs> 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 um, and so...
1: He reminds Twitch. me of Mekus from Boy Meets World, but with like the yeah. Twitch added.
2: <laughs> that's funny. I wonder if that's yeah. that same kid, but probably not. Um, so Twitch helps Stanley steal the water truck while they're while they're getting their canteens filled. They distract Mr. Sir and his uh, nasty cut up face, and they uh, Stanley gets in the truck and drives it away, hoping to go out into the desert and find uh and find Zero. However, roughly 15 seconds later, Stanley crashes the truck into a hole. <laughs> so fun! Turns out there's a lot of holes out there. I don't know how Mr. Sir gets around without without falling in a hole, but uh, I guess he's a good driver and not a 15-year-old or whatever. So Stanley hits this hole, hops out of the truck, and runs out into the desert with an empty canteen. He doesn't have anything. And so he's out there. He's wandering. He's wandering. He's wandering. And then eventually he comes upon a an overturned boat, uh, and find Sam's boat. Which is Sam's boat. Mm-hmm. And he finds Zero under it. The sploosh! He's, uh, Zero has been surviving on sploosh, which is the peaches that Miss Catherine was given to Sam way back in the day. These are disgusting. real preserves. They've been preserved for 70 years or something like that. It's a long time these peaches have been sitting in a jar. But uh, but it tastes good, apparently. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah,
1: it tastes good. But it is also about to get them on another kind of trip, you know what
2: I'm right. saying? Um... So, they, they yeah. Stanley and Zero team up, and they decide that they're going to go find refuge at God's thumb, just like Which Stanley's is, great-grandfather. And
3: this, this is the part where it's, like, a stretch to me. Like, I think at this point, Emily was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, things started coming together for right. her. But you're telling me that these two kids climbed up a freaking mountain? Oh, they <laughs> they get to okay, the mountain. Well, th- here's, here's my problem,
1: okay? I realize that I'm going to put together... The story before the story came together, but this is supposed to be like their final journey, right, mm-hmm. up this mountain. And Zero gets hurt during the journey, and Stanley has to help him up, pretty much carry him by the end to the top. Mm-hmm. And you realize while he's carrying him, oh my gosh, his name is Zero. Hmm. And then you get flashbacks of Madame Zeroni. Yes. And his name is Hector Hector Zeroni. Hector Zeroni. Right. So you're like, oh my gosh, he's carrying
3: Madame Zeroni's
2: ancestor uh, ancestor
3: up this mountain. Yes. But here's the deal. Drinks from the the water and Stanley sings a song. But here's the deal. That mountain was in
1: another country. Well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Basically. Uh, No, it was because.
1: Her grandson and his grandfather, right? Stanley's grandfather and Madame Zeroni's grandson, who had
3: gone to America, went to America.
1: Right. Well, they they got we
3: It's like a different magical mountain because it has magical onions?
2: Well, I, I was gonna, <laughs> say, I was gonna say that it that it's all in the way the curse, the uh, curse or the spell was was laid out. Madame Zeroni says, "You take Madame Zeroni up the mountain." Let Madame Zeroni drink from the water, and then you're, uh, whatever, the, the, you'll live fruitfully or, or, or what have you. And if you don't, then your family will be cursed. But she doesn't say, take me up to Mount Kilimanjaro and and only Mount Kilimanjaro. She says, up the mountain. So I guess yeah. if a Yelnats takes a Zeroni up a mountain and drinks from some water and sings the song, that completes the, the magic of the, the spell. Okay. Emily does not look pleased. Uh, <laughs> with my
3: answer. How many magical mountains are
2: there? At least two.
3: Well, I mean, this has to <laughs> be a magical. <laughs> he had to know this was some kind of magical universe, because why Why the heck did it stop raining when Sam died?
2: Right, that was another. But then as
3: soon as he took him up the mountain, it started raining?
2: That's like another curse placed on this place, rather than on uh, Yeldat's family. There's a lot of curses and stuff going on. In this in this movie, uh, but yeah. So the
1: on steroids.
2: <laughs> so the kids make it to the mountain. They they're free climbing it while holding a shovel and an empty free water solo. canteen. They're just going up there, yeah. And it's it's tall. Like I don't know how they're doing this, but uh, but they're doing it. They get to almost the tippy top. Zero gets hurt, and then they find uh, water, a water patch, which also happens to have the sweet onions that Sam used to sell back in the day. They start munching on them onions (laughs) like they're like they're apples. And actually in in production, they they were apples covered in some kind of edible edible onion uh, cover or something like that. Yeah. Um, Edible onion
3: cover.
2: That's what it said on IMDb. Uh, And they 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 survive. (laughs) Lou, what do you think of this part?
1: Hello? Hello.
0: I'm thinking about this part. <laughs> to let you know what I thought about this part. The mountain didn't really look that big when they were right at the, what is it, at the base of it. But then all of a sudden, when they're, like, about to reach the, you know, the very top, it, it looks like it's, you know, thousands of feet up in the air.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um... that I
0: didn't like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm kind of there with you, too with the whole. Why the heck is this mountain magical? And how is it that it's has like fresh vegetation and water at the top of this mountain? But yet it's not running it clouds
3: the
2: right. they did they did mention at one point they saw some rain clouds in the distance, and they were they like, they never go past guys, the, mountains. the the rain never comes past the mountains. It has a rain in this sky. Right.
0: they're always wishing for um, uh rain, but it, yes.
2: Uh,
1: that's part of the curse, I guess. Oh, that makes curse. sense. Like maybe
0: you know that's why even... the mountains never go past the or the the it hasn't rained because the rain always tends to stop at that mountain.
3: Right. Yeah. And that's why the lake dried that up. That actually does like happen in real life too, but anyways, what's crazier to me is that when they're up there they're like we need to go back. And then they climb down the mountain? They <laughs> climbed up and
2: down that mountain one day. Yeah.
1: Apparently,
2: they had onion strength, dude. They they got down. You know, mm-hmm. easier to get down and get up.
1: I need some of these onions during this uh, quarantine. I'm just saying. Right.
2: Oh, also, uh, we should mention that before before they got to the mountain, before they were digging holes, before Zero ran away, they had mentioned that onions, though those particular onions, help keep the yellow spotted lizards away. I think they had said that in one of the flashbacks.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. See, there's so many loopholes.
2: There's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of details to to be missed. Um, so yeah, Sam and or Zero and Stanley make their way down the mountain, run all the way back to, to camp, and they um, start
3: digging. They want to find the box.
2: They start digging where they found that first bullet, um, and they find it. And they 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 they, they find something. They find a, a big old chest, and they pull the chest out. And uh, does, does, it, does it happen right here? Yeah, they pull the yes. chest out. and all
3: the lizards come
2: out. And it's and it's the the <clears throat> the chest that isn't K Barlow had hid. Uh, the <laughs> Yes, all the lizards come out and they crowd around and climb all on top of the chest and Stanley and Zero.
3: But they won't bite them because they have the onions, right? Correct.
2: Yes, that's why they don't bite them. Um, So at some point, Mr. Sir and the Warden and Dr. Bodansky, they all show up, see that they're holding that and start trying to get the chest from them. But they're in a pretty big stalemate because they're covered with deadly, deadly lizards. Um,
1: well, and here's and here's an interesting piece too. While they were up, while they were gone, right? Stanley and Zero were gone. Stanley's family lawyer had come to the camp and been like, "You need to relinquish Stanley to us because he is no longer a part of this."
3: I don't really. Did they say like why he was able to go home? Uh, they the just said that he, that he was he wasn't guilty anymore.
2: He, uh, he he we had gotten exonerated something. somehow. But also, while Stanley and Zero were up on the mountain, Zero confesses that, hey, I'm actually the one that stole those shoes. I was in an orphanage. The shoes were there at the orphanage on display, not donated to the orphanage, I guess. But he but Zero was just under the assumption that they were for any orphans who wanted to take them. He took them. He put them on. They're too big. He's running away. The cops are chasing them. He threw them over the bridge. And they landed on Stanley's head.
3: But he said he still got arrested for stealing a pair of shoes from a payless the next
2: week. Right, because he was shoeless at that point. So he had to go into a payless and cop some shoes. Yeah. Um, so they both got arrested. and Both were apparently sent there at almost exactly the same time, which is interesting. Um, so, yeah, so, so Stanley is technically exonerated from from uh, stealing the shoes of Sweetfeet, Feet, uh, Rick Fox. Uh, so <clears throat> So, yeah, the lawyer shows up. She's there. She's like, you got to get these kids back to us because uh, they don't necessarily belong here. And also there's some shady stuff going on with this entire camp. So I think I think the lawyer calls the police and has them come down or the local sheriff or somebody um, and so while... they,
1: come back. they leave and then come back. And when they come back is when they find everyone like in this hole, yes. Well, not everyone, the kids in the hole mm-hmm. and everyone sitting around them.
2: Yes. So and they're the like, court... how long
1: have they been in that hole? And obviously, uh, it's been at least
2: hours. A
3: couple of hours. Well, late- like maybe 12, 15. Like hours. overnight. Right, yeah. definitely
2: yeah. at least overnight. Um, So the warden sees that they have the chest, and she's like, oh my God, that's what I've been looking for this entire time. Give me my baby. I want that chest. Give it to me now. And uh, she starts playing it sweet to the lawyer, like, oh, they, they've, they've got my chest. They found my chest.
3: It literally says Stanley Yelnats
2: on it. They pull it out, and it says Stanley Yelnats on it. Like, how could it be yours when it's got my homie's name on it right here? Get out of my face, warden lady. Ba-da, so ba-da. It, it all starts kind of crumbling down around uh, the warden's ears because they they take the chest, they take Stanley, and they take Zero. And then they start realizing that Mr. Sir and Dr. Penansky are both, like, both criminals like wanted. <laughs> who, who are wanted. Everybody getting arrested. All the kids are free. The rain starts coming down.
1: She's arrested, too, because of all of the missing records.
2: Right, yeah. Yeah,
3: they can't even find the records. Well, Um, that's because they destroyed those records.
1: Yeah, they destroyed all the the records for the kids. So now you have, like, fraudulent stuff going on in this camp. So she got arrested.
2: Plus the treatment of I don't know if you're allowed to just yeah, you're you're right. I don't know if you're allowed to just send children out to get holes. I, I really don't think you
1: can just have <laughs> for the twelve hours holes. a day. <laughs> Probably maltreatment.
2: Yeah. Just Probably. a just a little bit. Just a little Probably. bit just a little bit of a human rights violation. Just a tiny bit. Um so yeah, that's 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 basically that's basically it. They 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 get back to Stanley's house, they show dad and grandpa that they found the chest, they all open, open it together it. and it has just millions of dollars worth of gold yeah. and jewels and deeds and uh, 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 what are those other bank things? Uh, you know, you know yeah, what I'm talking you know, about.
3: Old Western deeds.
2: Yeah, old Western yeah, deeds. They were
0: like shares for, for AT&T that were 25000
2: back right. then. Yeah. 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 Back so, then. So they're rich now. Everybody's rich. And Stanley says like, hey, since <laughs> this is a uh, 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 Yell Nats and Zeroni joint. Uh, zero over here gets half of whatever's in the chest, and the Yelnets agree They're to like, that. Fine. They're like, fine, okay. <laughs> we got so much anyway. Whatever, man.
3: Which yeah. is nice. He finds oh. his mom and stuff. And in that exact moment, too,
1: while Stanley's still over there, right, the curse is over, at his house, his dad has been tirelessly trying to find, oh. like, the stinkless serum, and right. he finally makes it finally it, breaks
2: it. He breaks it. As soon as the, the curse is broken, once, once mm-hmm. Stanley takes Zero up the mountain, uh, the Stanley Lnatt's the third or second or whatever, he figures out that, oh, if I put peaches and onions in a shoe, boom, I'm cure.
1: Peaches and onions!
2: <laughs> it's a cure. Wow. So, so the epilogue basically is everybody's rich, everybody's living in a the mansion. They have... Uh, Created and marketed this new cure for smelly feet called Sploosh and uh, <laughs> with Sweet Feet, with Sweet Feet, he's the he's the sponsor, he's the, he's the front runner, and uh, everybody lives happily ever after. And Zero finds his mom. Uh, he hired a team of private investigators and whatnot to to find her. Apparently, she's been looking for him too. It's very sweet. It's very nice, and uh, it's a satisfying ending, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Kid movie ending. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good kid movie ending, I, I think. I think the strength of this movie is in its is in its setups and its reveals. Like act one and act two are are a little slow. It's just like, all right, he's digging holes. They're finding the thing or two every once in a while, and then act three is like, boom, Sam's dead. Boom, Kisa Kate Barlow. Boom, the young that's treasure. Boom, 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 onions.
3: Yeah, I'm laughing because I just see Luisa's thumbs going to town on a Pokemon battle.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm over here trying to be like. In
2: the conversation and I just see this. ticka, tap tap tap. Um, this film did end up making money. It was uh pretty critically acclaimed, people liked it. It had a twenty million dollar budget and ended up with a seventy million dollar box office. Um it wow. was number two in its first weekend, right behind Anger Management, which was that Adam Sandler film from
0: 2003. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, well, Jack Nicholson. That, that was, I don't
3: yeah. think we're still
2: in that. It's okay. Uh, who's, a
0: good, uh, comedian.
2: Yes. Mm. This movie has a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes um, and an audience score of 76%. So pretty, pretty even Pretty keel. equal across yeah, those. Yeah, across, across the board. Um, so I have
1: a really interesting factoid I read that I'm actually... And you're going to laugh when I read this and say that this would be really good because you're going to say, Emily, you wouldn't like that. You ready? It says that the screenplay was originally written by Richard Kelly, who greatly departed from the source material by writing a dark, violent adaptation of the story set what? in a post-apocalyptic world. What? <laughs> what? The studio reportedly founded the script too far too disturbing for a children's movie, rejecting it in favor of the final script that was written by the novel's author.
2: Oh. Interesting. Yeah, why did you like that? <laughs> Apocalypse holes.
1: <laughs> I feel like that might be kinda good. I don't know. It might. But interesting though, right?
2: Yeah. That's fascinating. You got any more facts?
1: I have lots of facts, but um how how good are the facts? I don't know. The <laughs> the guy who played um Zeroni, the the zero, right? Yeah. The kid. He apparently yeah. was like super afraid when he went to go try out because they like auditioned for the role because Taj Mowry, Bow Wow, and <laughs>
2: who
1: was the other one. I can't remember the other one, but there Bow was one. Wow?
2: was a little Romeo. Yes,
1: it was, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Wow. There, there was that's these, like, famous.
2: Yeah. All kids. the hot young black actors from the, the early 2000s were all in the same room. Right? They case, were all in there. It.
1: And they were all acting their hard style, like, trying to play Zero. And then apparently everyone was getting, like, four or five scenes to record. And he only got two. So he was, like, super nervous because, you know, he didn't feel like he got as much screen time as everybody else. And he thought, like, well, it's just because I'm not famous yet or whatever. But then he did um, the mountain scene with Shia because Shia had already been cast. And um, the one when they're at the top of the mountain and everything, he's, re- you know, revealing his past. And then they were like, "All right, you come on, moving on, we're doing this."
3: That's so it was amazing. cool
1: because he got to do his emotional scene, and that's what won him the the part, which yep. was really
3: cool. Show me the picture of him right
1: now, you make that bigger?
2: His name is Cleo Thomas. That is wow, name. the same. Wow, he looks the
1: same. He looks exactly the same, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, I think they said that he um he celebrated his bar mitzvah during this movie filming.
2: Oh. Good for you, Cleo. Become a, man. a young black Jewish man. Don't you like that? Good for you. All right. good, good
1: for you. <laughs>
2: good for you, Cleo. Um, yeah, he he and he was great in the movie. I I uh I respect their decision to not put Bow Wow in this. <laughs> well,
1: and apparently he didn't realize that that the part that he was gonna play was gonna become a most beloved character. He thought it was just like an ancillary character. Um and so he was really kind of astonished, like as time went on that he was like, Oh, Zero really is the emotional fan favorite in this movie. Right. Yeah. You were thinking yeah. it would be Stanley, but it's really not. He's just kind of like Stanley's there. He's just kind of moving the story along. Yeah.
3: All kind I of. know is I remember I vividly remember the dig it dig it song.
2: Diggin' uh digging it.
3: And it was just all halls, all the D by the D10 boys.
2: Yeah, so that and that. He that,
3: did that write it. That
2: song, if you if you remember it, 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 that plays over the credits, is sung by the the cast of. I of don't the movie. need to
3: hear Shia LaBeouf rapping. <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry guys. There is
2: some there is some Shia raps uh, happening in the, in the song. I encourage you to to YouTube it. And be as disappointed as we were when we heard it. Um, but other than that, overall, this this is a good movie. I, I was okay.
3: It. Well, then I'll let you you
2: rate it first. Oh, um, calculating.
3: Oh, he always does that.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's that's my brain calculator going. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie an eight. I liked it. it. It had it had its funny moments. It had its good moments. And once again, the ending reveals really put it over the top for for me. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm going to give it a 7.5. It is a C+. Plus. It was probably a B as a kid, and now it's a C plus As an adult, that's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. Luis?
0: I would give it about an 8 as well. I like the... At the end, I, I, I like that whole thing where it's like they have multiple stories going on, and then they'll kind of diverge. That was pretty fun. Um... Shia LaBeouf was in uh, what? Well, I don't know if I would, if I would have watched this back when I was younger, I would think that Shia LaBeouf is not as, um, not as, uh, how should I say, annoying in this movie as he was in the other ones. Yeah, pretty much it.
2: Welcome back.
3: Had some technical internet difficulties. Well, some technical difficulties, you know. Okay, it's the, the... Emily. What's your rating?
1: Two. What? Two four, six. <laughs> How kidding. many? I'm just kidding. Um, I'll give it a seven. It was yeah. solid. Okay. I honestly think that if had I watched this as a kid, I would have been like, so good. Um, yeah, that's how I felt about it. Yeah, I, I would have definitely loved this as a kid, but. Like as an adult, I don't foresee myself really going back and watching it again often. Maybe like in a couple years or something. Um, but it was it was pretty good. It had good musical yeah. choices and it was it had a really interesting story. It just in huge not huge on the actors, but that's just it's just a kid Disney movie from the 2000s. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily. It's better, as
1: better as than other as... 2000s movies if you want to get technical. So. Maybe you should get a half a point for that, just because it's better than other ones that came out during that time
2: period. Yeah, get out of here. What's that cow movie? (laughs) Home on the Range. range. Chicken Little? Oh, I was talking about Home on the Range. Chicken
3: Little? Okay, so, listeners, we have some good news yes about being quarantined
2: <laughs> while you're stuck in your house we are going to up our game just a just a tad and uh, hit you with some brand new content Two new content for the next couple of weeks so uh, this episode is out is dropping on a, a is dropping on a monday and Do then content. Ne- <laughs> content. and then next week we will be doing frozen 2 and, uh, it to you next Monday. And then the Monday after that, we will be dropping an Onward episode, since all of those what? are on Disney+. Which will be the Plus. first time
3: that we've done like a new new movie. Yeah, like a brand new Because technically, it should still be in theaters right now.
2: Right. but
3: Which is actually
1: really cool, because one of our listeners, Big Jose, had asked that we um, oh, big Jose. do Onward. So it's really cool that we're able to do that, because usually we don't do movies that are still in theaters, but obviously we can now because they're giving us the option to do a movie that's currently streaming. not I did
3: see, we did see Onward in the theater. We did. Like the week before yeah. this quarantine
2: Us happened. and seven other people yeah. <laughs> in the theater yeah. saw Onward uh, right as they were telling so us not to go anywhere. So it'll be
3: watching it again like really re- recently, you know? Um, but I'm way, 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 way excited about Frozen 2 because I've only just seen it in the theater. I'm ready to watch it again. Do you want right. to know what's I'm really cool? Huh? What's cool? I bought the movie.
1: Oh, uh-huh, um, yeah, that's right. And then two days later, they announced that it was going to be streaming. Yay. Woo! But this is the first time ever that I've seen a movie more than you, because I'm pretty sure we've seen it. I personally have seen it. I watched okay, it once okay. at one of our listeners' houses. With our toddlers, so I didn't really watch it, but I liked it enough to come home and buy it so that someone over here could watch it. We watched it, we watched it again, and I'm pretty sure we just watched it again today. Oh. We, have a, we have a sick kid, so we had to right. watch it. Again.
2: Yeah,
3: so I might watch it again
1: to be ready for this podcast. Maybe not. Well,
3: I'm excited because I loved it when I saw it in the theater, so I'm ready to watch it again. Andre needs to rewatch it because he fell asleep. I'm
2: super excited because I fell asleep at both Frozen 2 and Onward. So now I get mm-hmm. to see the full movie. Um, he's
3: not allowed to go to theaters anymore. He's an old man. Uh, what? Excuse you? I go to theater
2: whenever I want as what, long as they're open. You go to theater to
3: fall asleep? That's a waste of money, brother. Exactly. That's why he's not allowed to go no more. Uh, well, he's not allowed to go anymore because we quarantine. Right. That too. That's, that's
2: the main reason. It's
3: fine. Uh, Thanks, Disney. You're gonna make some history here, I guess.
2: So yes, the Walt Vault is here in your quarantine times. Uh, as long as we're quarantined, we'll be doing videos like this. So uh, get ready to see our faces for the next couple of weeks.
3: Maybe I'll maybe I'll get ready next time. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know.
2: We might be able to provide you guys with some mics. They might sound a little better. We'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. Uh, but that's been it for now. Yes. Thank you guys so much desperate for times, the listening, y'all. <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. If you want to be desperate with us, head to at the Walt Vault Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. (laughs) Go there. Um, follow us, leave a comment, let us know what you thought of holes. Uh, if you're looking forward to Frozen 2 and or onward, let us know. You can also send an email to contact at thewaltvaultpod.com. <laughs> Tell us how much you like Dougie. Uh, uh, why did do we both do that at both same time? <laughs> the same time? That was great. Uh, there he goes
3: again, guys. Look, sticking his head through the little window.
2: And if you want to extra support us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash thewaltvault, where we upload some extra content every once in a while for a small, small, small fee. Um. That's been it for now, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for some Frozen Two goodness. The vault is now closed. Peace out.
3: Peace out.